It's important to know the cold, hard truth of your financial situation when planning for retirement. On today's show, solutions to help you navigate harsh retirement planning truths, how you can become the CEO of your retirement and returns on investment. And it all starts right now. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam it's time for your retirement. Hey, hello, everybody. I'm Chuck Caton for Dual Financial Strategies. And in studio, we have Sam Dual, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel in with us as always. And as we uh, turn the calendar to the month of December, there uh, are, as Sam said earlier, a few harsh truths about uh, retirement planning and financial planning in general. Uh, simple Google searches won't answer for you. And with that in mind, that's what this program's all about. We've decided to tackle five major harsh truths about uh, planning for the financial future that you want uh, so that you can enjoy the kind of financial future that uh, you both want and deserve. That's what uh, your retirement is all about. And with the 23 years of experience uh, here uh, in the Green Bay and Appleton offices, uh, Sam, uh, harsh retirement planning truth number one is if you live a 30-year retirement, you're expected to see at least five to six bear markets during your retirement alone. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and it's, it's something that was forgotten Chuck, in the last, you know, this uh, thing that happened to us recently, people had forgotten what it was like to go into a bear market. We had literally ran almost a decade without a significant or major correction in the market, and people got used to that. But the reality of it is you are going to experience bear markets during your retirement. I mean, over a 30-year time frame, uh, we probably could see, oh, my goodness, you could probably see five or six different bear markets during that time frame. And a bear market is defined as any time the stock market drops 20% or more. And we go all the way back to 1929, we've seen 28 bear markets. So folks, it's ordinary when all is said and done. It's actually necessary to have these bear markets because that's what corrects and allows it to basically, if you will, flush itself out. So for those of you in the financial red zone or if you're a new retiree, a first bear market immediately before your retirement or the first bear market immediately after you hit retirement can be the most challenging. But of course, that doesn't mean you need to discontinue investing altogether. It doesn't mean you need to go back to work. You just need to be working with a financial professional or working with a team at Dual Financial Strategies who focus on retirement like a laser to make sure that you're getting help with the process and get you comfortable through these ups and downs because they're going to happen during your retirement lifetime. Absolutely. So that tip you're talking about is to reassess your risk tolerance uh, and your risk capacity. Exactly. You have to be looking at those things and you have to understand what they are. And, you know, we would go so far, Chuck, as to say this whole, uh, you know, basically process that they've had in the financial planning world forever in a day where you know you take a three-word questionnaire you pick out a couple of portfolios and then all of a sudden you're miraculously coined as being conservative or moderate or aggressive folks for retirees that's absolute garbage you cannot rely on that it's as outdated as the whole scenario of taking your age from 100 and that's how much risk you should be exposed to that's how much stocks you should have it's it's absolutely patently ridiculous but the industry still holds down to it we do not we have evolved beyond that we use some of the most sophisticated software that we can find 
to get you an accurate risk number, an accurate tolerance number, so that everything surrounding your retirement can be done in relation to you, not to some goofy questionnaire that you took when you were 40 years old that's no longer relevant to you today, tomorrow, and going forward. Because the one thing that we know during your retirement, during a 25 or 30 year time frame, you're going to change, the markets are going to change, and your relationship and attitudes towards risk is going to change. All right, Andy, harsh retirement planning truth number two is if you aren't keeping track of uh, what you're spending and saving your retirement, then adjusting to retirement might be a little bit more challenging than you anticipated. Well, that's a good good point. So oftentimes you may not understand exactly how much you're spending and how much of an issue this may pose in your financial situation and looking down the road. But whether your money's going to bills, expenses, savings, there's no time like the present to get ahead of your spending and to set a precedent for the financial future you might want to have. And that is something that you really do have to spend some time looking at. Do you know, I mean, we always talk about planning your budget on a 30-day um, calendar because that is generally the way we've almost all lived is that every week, two weeks, month, however you've gotten paid, you pay your bills that way. So it's oftentimes really hard to look further down the road and do think about 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the road. It's a little overwhelming. It's a little daunting. And so we just have to figure out how and where your income is going to come from. What does that look like compared to what is you know comparable for expenses? What's the likely scenario? Things that we have to consider, long-term care, Medicare, those costs going up. Um, I got a call just recently the other day that was a a retired doctor and his wife who got a 46% increase in their traditional long-term care plan and they're out shopping now and they're in their early 70s and so trying to find something that cannot continue to go up because he says well this is on the back of having a I think it was a 20 something percent increase last year so long-term care companies traditional long-term care companies are taking blocks of people and increasing the premium so substantially because we are living longer as a population and that is something they didn't account for when they started that program absolutely so have a spending plan is that tip so harsh retirement planning truth number three for luke is uh, where are you saving your money for retirement and are you saving for retirement uh, in general a 401k plan through your workplace really doesn't mean you're going to be able to retire when you want to with the lifestyle you wanted there's a big reason for that right luke because you don't own all that money you owe right. uncle sam and uh, of course uh, aunt wisconsin some of that yeah, you absolutely do. Uh, if you're putting it into pre-tax accounts, not all that money's yours. Also, just because you're contributing to a 401k doesn't mean that you're going to have enough. How much are you putting in? What percentage of your income is going in there? What percentage is getting matched, matched by your employer? Um, it's interesting. We saw some recent uh, survey uh, material that came from Schroeder's uh, just this year, measuring the retirement confidence um, in those working Americans that are 45 years old and older, they believe that they're going to need $1.1 million to retire comfortably. But unfortunately, of, of those uh, workers, only an estimated 21% say they'll hit that goal. So we need to, you know, a tip here is if you haven't started, you might want to um, start having a conversation with somebody who lives in this world, an independent financial advisory firm, having a retirement coach that's in your corner. And you need to start thinking if the goal is for the vast majority of people to be essentially a millionaire, right? 1.1 million makes you a millionaire. 
then how do millionaires think? What do millionaires do? Um, and even the best athletes, Tiger Woods comes to mind, even though I know he's he's not up there anymore in the, the top of leaderboards. But, you know, even the best athletes have coaches. So whether whatever your goal is, have somebody in your corner that can help you make these decisions and ensure that you're getting to a realistic place and determining what it is for you, because not everybody needs 1.1 million. But if you don't know what that number is, if you don't know what your lifestyle is going to cost, then a coach can help you do that. All right. It's 866-203-7486. That coach can help you right there at Dual Financial Strategies. All right. Harsh retirement planning. Truth number four, Sam. Social security benefits alone won't be enough to get you through retirement, at least not comfortably. No, and, and it was never intended to be. I mean, that was never the intention of Social Security. It's The intention of it is actually in the name. It's Social Security Supplemental is what it is. So it was meant to supplement or basically bridge the gap. And the vast majority of you that are hearing our voices are going to have some sort of what we would call a retirement lifestyle gap. That is the amount between what you need to live on and what Social Security is going to provide. Uh, 2023, the average monthly benefit for Social Security is for all workers, as they would describe it, was about $1,827 a month. And the maximum benefit that you could receive, regardless of the amount of money that you had paid into it, if you were at the very top end of it, was about $3,627 a month. So that gives you an idea of how much is going to be there. Well, you're, you could be less as well if your monthly benefit was less. So as Luke had said, re- preparing for this with a real retirement planning coach can not only help maximize the amount of your benefits, but also help walk you through the process of, when do I start taking my benefits? Why should I take them at that age? What am I going to supplement with? What order do I withdraw from my my savings accounts? All of these questions are going to be answered for you by setting down with someone like Dual Financial Strategies that knows and understands retirement, that's focused on retirement for more than two decades now, and we know the ins and outs of this. And also, one other bonus tip for you. If you haven't done this already, set up an account at the Social Security website. That's ssa.gov front slash my account. It's a great website. It's easy to navigate. All of your retirement benefits for Social Security, your payment history, everything is personalized there. And you can also get estimates for how much you would have and also for what your spouse would be able to get so that you know where you stand. All right, final tip very quickly here, Andy. Uh, harsh retirement uh, tip number five is that you're likely to live longer than you expect, so you got to plan for it. You do, absolutely. I mean, face it, the medical community's job is to keep you alive, whether that's your idea or theirs. So um, we have to plan accordingly. I mean, seven out of 10 people are going to need some sort of long-term care assistance just because we are living longer and longer and longer. So that requires some planning. That requires figuring out this complex puzzle we call retirement and understanding what you need to make sure that you have the benefits for yourself. And if there's anything left over to be able to pass that along efficiently to the next generation or whomever you want that to go to. But that does take planning and it does take some time and it does take working with someone who understands retirement because that's very different than the growth and accumulation world that you've been living in for decades now saving for retirement. 
Absolutely true. And that's where Dual Financial Strategies comes in for you. They're over 23 years of experience in this realm, uh, whether it's the Green Bay office or the Appleton office, anywhere you're listening to us in the Fox Valley, it's all about your retirement. And that's when you can get a no cost, no obligation sit down with Sam, Andy, or Luke and that retirement lifestyle review that they'll provide for you. 866-203-7486 is the number. That's 866-203-7486. And again, it's at no cost, no obligation. And remember that Sam Duell has uh, penned a book called Purpose Determines Placement. He'll explain that to you. So will Andy. So will Luke. Uh, and uh, it's uh, just about ready to go into its third printing. So once again, give them a call right now. Don't procrastinate. Make the call uh, to uh, well, learn about how you can be successful at the business of retirement at 866-203-7486. We've got to take a break. Sam, what's coming up next? We're going to talk about how managing your retirement could be compared to running a business. Is it time for you to become the CEO of your retirement? Your retirement continuing here with Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel in studio. I'm Chuck Caton, and uh, ready to um, go at it uh, with the CEOs, uh, with uh, you being the CEO of your own retirement. And if you're listening to us anywhere uh, in the Fox Valley, remember that Dual Financial Strategies is on your side. They're a fiduciary firm uh, with a Green Bay office, an Appleton office as well. And in case you missed that number before the break, it's 866-203. 7486. Well, most successful CEOs have some commonalities. They're good leaders. They listen. And most specifically, they also plan ahead. Now, we thought it might be interesting today to look at retirement planning through the eyes of a successful CEO. What works for them could easily work for you. And Sam, I guess the first thing uh, you'd have to say is, What do good CEOs of a business do? Well, they set business goals for their company, so you as a retiree and a pre-retiree should set your performance goals. Absolutely. You have to understand the business of your retirement. You know, it's interesting, Chuck. It's been, boys, I think about it between dual financial strategies, the company that I own prior to this. It's been well over 30 years since I drew a paycheck from what would be considered a regular job. I have been you know, my own CEO, uh, owners of companies for a long, long time now. So I know and understand how to run a business. Uh, And I know that running retirement is exactly like running a business. We get people will ask you a lot of times, especially if you're a business owner, they'll say, oh, that must be great to own your own business and to have loaned it for so long and to have enjoyed success doing it. And the answer to that is yes, it is. It's it's wonderful. I would never make it in the corporate world because of my personality. However, you are going to get an opportunity to run your own business when you retire. Your retirement is a business because you're in charge of the balance sheet. You're in charge of the budget. You're in charge of the cash flow. Everything that happens in your retirement is going to be based upon some decision that you're going to make. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to understand your retirement and you need to make goals for it. Maybe it's a particular retirement age that you want to set. Maybe it's a specific amount of savings. Um, Maybe it's a second home. Maybe it's relocating to a warmer climate. Maybe it's travel. There's so many things that you're going to need to make a decision on, but having a good 
person in your corner. Having a team, CEOs of companies do not make decisions in a vacuum. They have a board of directors. They have a team underneath them. They have their chief investment officers. They have all of these people that support them. That's basically what our function is in retirement for you is we are recognizing you as the CEO of your retirement and we are supporting you in that function, but you have to be serious about it. Absolutely true, Sam. And I think Andy, uh, a good CEO, also questions everything, uh, looks to elicit answers, doesn't want yes men or yes women as well. Absolutely. And, you know, from a perspective of Sam and I talk often about the question of why. <laughs> we are why people. We ask why a lot. And I think that's a great place to start. You need to be inquisitive. You need to ask questions. You need to get additional information. You need to educate yourself on the options that are available to you. So that's going to affect not only your financial side of things, but your health and your um, well-being in general is all based on how you pay bills, How where's your income coming from. Um, so you have to ask a lot of questions. You have to be unafraid to ask the tough questions, especially when you're working with someone new and understand that, um, how much they make is a valid question because you need to understand the nuances there. And I, I find in the financial world, it's oftentimes incredibly confusing when you start looking at where fees come into play, what fees are not really out there in front of you that are clearly, I mean, as a fiduciary, our fees are very transparent and clear and we don't hide that because we feel like it's important that you understand that everyone has to make money at the end of the day, but you should be able to ask a very simple question and get a very simple response of how much you're paying and what is that going to cost you in dollars and cents as well as percentages. So it's important that you are working with someone who doesn't feel threatened by questions, is totally transparent about how they make money, is transparent to you and you know what is going to make you you have a successful retirement. Absolutely true. Uh, and uh, things like how much money should you withdraw every month uh, out of your portfolio? There's a lot of questions that uh, well, you can sit down and comfortably ask either Sam, Andy, or Luke uh, at Dual Financial Strategies because it's all about you. That's what a fiduciary firm is all about. It's about you, the client, and being successful in retirement. We're talking about being the chief executive officer of your retirement with the Sam, Andy, and Luke on this segment of your retirement. 866-203-7486 is the number. And a good CEO is also, Luke, willing to adapt. Yes, they are. I mean, a successful CEO needs to be open to new ideas, new concepts. Otherwise, they're going to get left behind while the competition is flourishing around them. I mean, I think of, you know, Blockbuster. I think of Kodak. I think of Sears, right? They were left in the dust. Those CEOs were so focused on the success and what they were doing that they weren't willing to even entertain other ways of doing businesses. And now... Um, you know, you as a retiree, you might not be worried about the competition when it comes to your retirement, but you ne do need to be willing to adapt when necessary factors relating to retirement are changing or the economy is changing. Um, need to be willing to seek and encourage outside qualified advice. I mean, I think we would all agree that a great leader is going to listen to their executive team, is going to listen to their employees. Um, absorb that information, take it, 
and really is is teachable too in a way um, to the information that's coming from around them to help them succeed in whatever they're doing. Absolutely true. And what you uh, look at uh, uh, the adaptations, you're right. Uh, there are certain companies that fell by the wayside because they were not willing to adapt to the times and uh, took the job seriously, right, Sam? Because a CEO, uh, when you are the CEO of your retirement, you better take it seriously or you're going to be left to the financial dust. Absolutely. I mean, that is what CEOs do. They are serious and they are passionate about what they do. Um, you know, there was a study that was done uh, by some Harvard professors recently that uh, said that most CEOs work an average of about 62 and a half hours a week. Uh, so they are there. They're putting in the t- now, you probably don't need to put in 62 and a half hours a week planning your retirement, but you do need to take it seriously. Um, and you need to take it seriously, as Andy was, was talking about, when you're considering your options for who's going to help guide you to and through retirement, who's going to be the team that's behind you in retirement, you need to take that very seriously. And you need to be asking the, the frank questions, you need to be asking the upfront questions, and you need to find an advisory firm that focuses on retirement, that that's what they do for a living every day, that they're not jack of all trades and masters of none, that do not take everybody that walks through their front door. You need a specific team devoted to a specific purpose that is entirely based upon what are your best interests. That's the truth, and uh, that's why uh, Dual Financial Strategies is at your service at 866-203-7486 because you want to succeed at the business of retirement as uh, you want to be a successful CEO of your retirement. And, Andy, that means looking again as we wrap up this segment at the big picture. Oh, it's absolutely easy to let whatever's happening in the moment command your attention. I mean, I think people find this often with whatever the media is talking about. They get so absorbed and wrapped up into whatever the latest drama is and what needs to happen. I mean, you know, it's like when you look at it, oh, there's this problem, there's this problem. It's like walking into a room and realizing, you know, you're not sure what you came in there for, but you know that you had something really important to do. Um, You've got to look at the big picture. You've got to spend some time thinking about your long term future. You've got to divide your time a bit more so it's not just about what's happening right in front of your face but you might need to look more at this years down the road and what you're going to need and and what you want your lifestyle to look like you're going to need to give serious thought to a few different topics that will be part of that long-term retirement future it's things like health care insurance estate planning not just the financial things but those things that we've kind of ignored for a long time and it's easy to ignore them we don't want to have those conversations and discuss some of that stuff but Estate planning can blow up any good financial plan. Your health insurance or lack thereof can blow up any good financial plan. And people kind of tend to look at long-term care as a, oh, I probably won't need it. Seven out of 10 people are going to need it. So understand you're probably likely to need it more than not. And that is something that do you want to spend down your assets? If you're married, are you going to spend down the assets so much that your spouse that remains is not going to have the assets they need? So that's where working with someone who knows and understands some of the nuances of retirement is so critical as you move forward. The bottom line is, 
CEOs do things differently. They think differently. That's why they are the leaders of that firm. And so you've got to think about it of if you are not comfortable being a CEO, then you need to find someone who can help you create a successful plan to get you not just to retirement, but all the way through retirement, because it can be a very long time. So it's important to work with a financial professional that you feel confident and comfortable with, not someone that talks over you and uses big words, someone that you can have a conversation with. And even more importantly, make sure your spouse is comfortable with that person too. We oftentimes find that people will leave their financial advisors because the remaining spouse is not comfortable with that individual. So make sure that you too can have that conversation and then have a great transparent conversation with whomever you're working with. And that comfort uh, comes from visiting with the dual financial strategies. Sam, Andy, and Luke are at your service. I'm sure you're going to feel comfortable when you make that first no cost, no obligation uh, phone call to uh, sit down and have an appointment with them at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. Remember, they've got an Appleton office, they've got a Green Bay office, and they are at your service as fiduciaries. And what will happen? You'll sit down and discuss your own retirement lifestyle review. Uh, That's what it's all about with the experienced people at a dual financial strategy. So sit down with Sam, Andy, or Luke and get your retirement in order by uh, giving us a call at 866-203-7486. No cost, no obligation. Sit down and map out your retirement as if you are the chief executive officer of said. What's happening in the next segment, Sam? When we come back, we're going to discuss ROI. That's return on investments. And in some cases, it doesn't involve money. Stick around. Your retirement continuing, and we're on that theme of uh, corporate uh, responsibility for your retirement. I'm Chuck Caton with Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel uh, in studio here. All fiduciaries who are at your service uh, at Dual Financial Strategies at 866-203-7486. I like this uh, theme that we are on, Sam, because the investment industry is really famous for focusing on ROI, as you mentioned, return on investment. Uh, But when it comes to your retirement nest egg, ladies and gentlemen, there's more to consider than simply saving money and earning a return on investments. Again, you're the CEO. Uh, You have to watch expenses uh, and you have to watch uh, uh, where the money's coming from and account for it, right, Sam? Because expenses uh, as a return on investment is uh, part of the uh, situation. And that means saving whenever you can to preserve a good lifestyle in retirement. Yeah, you know, there's... In our opinion, there's there's good expense and there's bad expense. There's uh, expense that's going to uh, enhance your lifestyle and probably return something back to you. Uh, and there's bad expense, which it may enhance your lifestyle, but it'll probably end up costing you more than what you originally put into it by the time you're done. But for example, um, an investment in so far as an expense is concerned. Well, what if you had... Uh, a bunch of upgrades done to your home that were going to save you money. Windows, insulation, things of that nature. So let's say it costs you $3,000 for the technology, but you know, and it's quantifiable, that it'll save you $50 a month on your power bill. 
So you're going to be saving $600 a year. So you look at that and you say, okay, well, how long would it take me to return, you know, to receive uh, the payback on my investment? Well, you can calculate that out. It's just a few years for that. So that expense, that initial outlay up front of the $3,000, you're going to recoup. And then once you recoup that, you're going to continue to enjoy the benefits of that decision. So that is a positive return on investment that you do. So you're actually at the end of the day and over a longer period of time, you're putting money back into your pocket. So if you're looking at an expense, particularly a significant one, look at it in terms of will this provide me with some sort of a return so that it becomes a very intelligent decision. All right. What about this, Andy? What about time as a return on investment? Boy, time, time, time. It goes by so fast. Yeah, tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Any return on your investment, whether it is the purchase of a stock or a bond or simply an expense that results in some sort of savings that can help you reach your long-term financial goals. By the same logic, Ho, anything that helps you make the most out of your time can also be viewed as an investment. I mean, I hear that often where the older we get, the more that time kind of becomes relevant. And the more that we look at things like, wow, it's not the stuff as much as it is our time and how we're donating our time, if you will, to different areas of our life. So everyone needs to know what the return on that investment really means to them. And so you do have to take a look at time when you are gauging what you need your financial, what you need your retirement as a whole to do for you so that you can figure out whether or not that is a good rate of return on your investment. Absolutely. So when we break it down by time, we're going to look at decades rather than days. And I think uh, it's been a long time since we've used these terms, uh, the uh, go-go years, the slow-go years, and the uh, won't-go or the no-go years. But let's break them down in little pieces here so that our listeners can uh, uh, relate to them. Because, uh, Luke, the return on time, when we talk about the go-go years, we're talking about ages 65 to 75. Yeah, those first few years of retirement, um, this is when you've got an added 2,000 hours in a year given back to you. If you just worked a normal 40-hour week, you weren't that CEO like we were talking about in the last segment working 62 and a half hours, you've got 2,000 extra hours every year to do with. So the go-go years may cost more because this decade is likely to include you know, dining out, social events, other potential expensive activities that hopefully you're planning for, hopefully that you've built into the plan. These are things that you wanted to do in those in that time frame. But the other thing you have to consider is that, um, you know, how much are these expenses going to yield? What kind of yield are you going to get on this? So prioritizing what you're going to do with that time. Um, oftentimes this is marked with, you know, making more memory, surrounding ourselves with people that we enjoy most, um, maybe that we didn't get to spend as much time with before. A lot of times it's grandkids, it's the family, it's friends. Um, so really making the most of this so you can get the most return on your time. All right, a return on time, Sam, for the slow-go years. And we defined those slow-go years as ages 76 to 85. Yeah, I mean, and during that time frame, uh, that may still involve a very active lifestyle, very active lifestyles for people at that age. You're still engaged in social events, uh, many of the activities associated with what Luke just talked about during your go-go years. But 
at that point in time, maybe travel starts to decline a little bit. Maybe some of the costlier expenses may start to decline. Uh, we kind of describe it as the been there, done that scenario where, all right, now you're looking for some sort of an alternative to your lifestyle because you've already done many of those things that were on your retirement bucket list. So at this point in time, you could be focusing on lower expenses to make up for higher expenses during the previous decade. That can make a lot of sense. A lot of times when we're doing planning for people, we will look at that scenario and say, okay, you've got a little bit higher draw on your retirement portfolio than might be uh, comfortable for you long-term. But if we know that there's an end date to that where your expenses are going to drop, and you're going to be able to start recouping what you spent in the earlier years, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It just what you're looking for here is every dollar you spend, what's the return or what's the yield on your time? To what level did that enhance your time or enhance your retirement lifestyle? Absolutely true. All right, Andy, you've got the task of talking to our listeners about, uh, well, the optimism of living to 100, because it's the won't go or no go years, which we hope uh, will be become the slow go years in the future. But we're talking ages 86 to 100. Yep. And so this is a really important time as well. And it, you know, we talk about the uh, different timelines within retirement and how some of those areas can cost a lot. This area tends to be much harder to plan for because we really don't know what you're going to need. Are you going to need long-term care? Are you going to be sort of the law of averages, if you will? Um, you know, the stats that are coming out today are saying you're going to need somewhere as a married couple, you're going to need somewhere around two hundred fifty to $300,000 in basically a health account that is going to be there to take care of the ancillary costs that are not covered by your Medicare plan or your long-term care plan. Um, so these are the things that you do have to think about and be aware of is that your expenses just change where you spend money changes usually. I mean, could we all be so fortunate to, you know, I don't know if you've watched that show about the blue zones out there that are the, the, people that are living well into their 80s, 90s, and even 100, and how they're doing it and what they're doing. And and a lot of it, when we watched that program, was interesting because it had a lot to do with activity. It had a ton to do with basic ways that people live and exercise and work out and just walking around their town. And if they live on a, you know, elevation or you know side of a mountain, it was that we weren't really giving our bodies a chance to just sort of fall apart. We were continuing to live a very active lifestyle. And so I hope that for you, if that's something that you enjoy doing is to continue to remain as active as you want, because for those last years, um, I really do feel like it's so important that we still plan for that time because there are tremendous challenges that come into play. Absolutely true. I just saw a uh, uh, Bloomberg uh, report, uh, a guy interviewing Henry Kissinger, who turned 100 this year, and wow. he seems still lucid. And uh, I'll tell you what, a lot more people are going to be centenarians uh, in the future. So yes. uh, I guess, Luke, uh, a return on time, what does it mean to your health? you got to stay as healthy as possible. Maybe you're not going to run a marathon when you're 95 years old, but who knows? Who knows? Um, older and older people are crossfitting and running marathons and doing things. It all depends on what your goals are. But uh, multiple studies are showing that um, there's a direct correlation between the amount of social activities you have, as Andy was just talking about, your physical activities, the friendships, you know, impact your overall health. So it should come as no surprise to any of us that a recent Medical News Today article shows that enjoying close ties with family and friends, so relationships, and others 
giving back. Maybe it's getting involved in your church, having, having a, purpose. a purpose. Yeah, yeah having exactly. a purpose outside of yourself um, makes us happier and improves our overall life satisfaction. Absolutely. Does that mean cooking a good turkey at Thanksgiving like we did a couple of weeks ago or looking ahead to... Uh, if you if the, you like turkey, maybe. In the, in the holidays. Yeah, I guess I'm assuming some things. Anyway, 866-203-7486. Uh, you want to be the CEO. You want to take care of yourself. You want to go through the uh, no-go years, the slow-go years, the go-go years. Uh, in reverse. And I guess, Sam, to wrap up the segment, uh, getting a return on retirement is uh, what the key is here. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. That's why we call it a retirement lifestyle, folks. I mean, that is the exact reason that I coined that phrase many years ago. It's your retirement lifestyle. And you want the maximum return on your lifestyle. Forget about the money. Forget about the activities, all of that sort of stuff. This is personal to you. What do you want your retirement lifestyle to look like? You. Doesn't matter what your brother wants it to look like. Doesn't matter what your coworkers think it should look like. What do you want it to look like? Let's maximize that return because that, regardless of how you're investing, regardless of where you're at, that is what is going to give you the retirement that you've always dreamed of. Spending money on travel and events during your go-go years. Maybe focusing on less expensive hobbies and activities during the slow-go years. And then simply spending time with people that are close to you and staying social during your won't and no-go years. That will all serve to generate a return on time during retirement in ways that you are defining. Give yourself permission to spend your money. And see a bigger future than your past. But you won't get there unless you focus on a return on retirement and what that really means to you. Chuck, tell them how we're going to help them focus on that future. Well, it starts, uh, Sam, with that phone call and the no-cost, no-obligation appointment that you should be making either at the Green Bay office or the Appleton office of Dual Financial Strategies. Very simple. It's 866-203-7486. Call that number. Don't procrastinate. Uh, Start taking control of your retirement. Even if you're four or five years away from hanging it up in your job, this is the time to prepare. And this is why they give lucid information. Sam, Andy, and Luke are on your side as fiduciaries. So give them a call for that no-cost, no-obligation retirement lifestyle review that Sam just spoke of. Uh, It is 866-203-7486. Fast-moving show, but we got one more segment. And it is that time. You've got questions, and we've got answers. That and more right after this. And we will uh, wrap up your retirement. Uh, Chuck Caton here along with Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel, and, of course, Sam Duell of uh, Duell Financial Strategies uh, with our question and answers segment. And it's that time once more. And uh, remember, if you missed the number, uh, you want to make that no-cost, no-obligation phone call, it's very easy. It's a toll-free call of 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. All right, Sam, Andy, and Luke, all of you are ready to go, I would assume, to answer some questions from our listeners this week. Ready to roll. All right, Sam, you've got the first one, and Edie is in Nina, who is 60 years old with $6,100 a month in Social Security, disability, and a pension. But uh, Edie says, I want my money to work for 20 years. What do you recommend? Well, at least 20 years. I I would hope a little bit longer, Edie. 
Yeah, hopefully. And I guess that the, the part of it that I'm not exactly sure on is, are you talking about the money that you're making per month? I mean, you get $6,100, you are you are literally over $70,000 a year in income. Or are you talking about the money that you saved? I would assume you're talking about your savings working for 20 years. Um, and it's really, you know, that's that's one of those questions that goes back to what we talk about so often on this show to the personalization and the focus on you as an individual in regards to what you want your money to do. I mean, and it, it depends. It really does on what what do you mean by work? What's your definition of work? Um, many times when people come in and talk to us, we will spend time talking to you about what we have coined the three worlds of interest during retirement. How do you make your money work? You know, in one regard, you could go to banks and insurance companies and you can buy fixed products, things like CDs, money market accounts, fixed annuities, things of that nature. They have a very clear and definable level of work insofar as the interest rate is concerned for what they're going to do for you. You could go to the far end of the spectrum and you could go to the stock market and you can buy stocks and you can buy bonds and you can buy mutual funds and you can buy variable annuities and you can buy all sorts of things over there. When you go to that end of the spectrum, that would traditionally be the place where you would think it would work the hardest for you, but that's also the place where you could lose the most. You have what could be considered unlimited upside, but you also have what could consider to be unlimited downside. So sometimes that's not the world for everyone. Or you could go to what we call the hybrid world. You could go to hybrid scenarios, which insurance companies do. They call it a fixed indexed annuity, where you get to participate in the growth of the stock market via multiple different indexes. And today there are dozens. But because this entire process and prospect is supported by an insurance company, they assume all of the underlying investment risk. So you can make money when the market goes up. Many cases, you'll receive a portion of what the market will do. But when the market goes down, you don't go down with it. You maintain status quo. You cannot be credited with a negative rate of return in a scenario like that. So what you're trying to achieve with your money, Edie, is very, very important to know how do you want it to work? Do we want it to work on a guaranteed basis? Do we want to work it on a non-guaranteed profit and loss basis? Or do we want to go somewhere in the middle and use some sort of a hybrid approach that says, hey, I want my money to grow. I understand that it's probably not going to grow as hard and as fast as what it could in the market. But at the same time, I want to protect it. All righty. Very thorough answer. Thank you, Sam. All right. We'll go to Appleton now, Andy. And Mary Beth is there with a little bit of a dilemma. My husband's parents left uh, a $585,000 trust, but my sister-in-law is the trustee, but blocks our calls and plans to skip town. So what can we do? Oh, Mary Beth, I'm so sorry. That sounds like a whole lot of not fun stuff to deal with. I'm gonna I, go call a lawyer. Yeah, that would be my first thought is <laughs> call a lawyer for Call 500. an attorney immediately yeah, and f- find out what your rights are within regards to that trust. Because if you're named in the trust, like honestly, your sister in law cannot, she cannot do that. It's, it, the trust specifically states whether she's the trustee or not, that doesn't give her complete control of the assets because the assets were then 
appropriated or lined out based on the wishes yeah. of, you know, your husband's parent or his parents. So you have to, there are laws that will help you, but certainly that is a challenge if you're dealing with that. So I would absolutely call an attorney immediately and find out what they would recommend to do. Um, you might have to file a police report. I don't know, but I don't know. I'd focus on an estate planning firm. Yeah. Multiples. If you have any questions, you can certainly give us a call. Talk give to some one referrals. of the three of yeah. us and we could get you a referral to it. But because this is dealing with a very, very specific part of the law, which is estate planning law, right. uh, I would certainly be, I, w- I would recommend that you, you confer with uh, an expert in estate planning law. Yeah, because a trustee can't withhold information. They just can't from do that. No, no it's, it's like, that's, that's, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I think that. we need an all points bulletin out uh, to get this person. Yes. All right. Yes. Wow. And I would say if, if you're a trustee and you think that you're going to skip town, um, you may find yourself at the business end of a warrant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I hate to be cruel, but it might be a Minnesota Gopher fan that maybe try to skip down anyway. Uh, just but because you're a, Wisconsin you're ended a, up beating them. That was great. I was happy for them because uh, my team hey, won did, too. But uh, didn't you have a little Hall of Fame moment here just recently? That uh, you yeah. Well, you we, haven't told uh, anybody about. Well, we'll talk. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I'm I'm in the National Hockey League uh, Hall of Fame uh, broadcasters wing. But we, every year we put a broadcaster in, and it's my uh, duty as the president of the association to uh, get uh, uh, other people and talk about other people to go into the Hall of Fame. And it was a great weekend and uh, took a friend of mine up with me, a guy that uh, played Division Three hockey, and uh, he enjoyed the weekend too because we uh, hobnobbed with a lot of the other Hall of Fame uh, players. But it was, a, it was a privilege to be up there in Toronto, and believe it or not, it uh, didn't snow, so I was happy. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, all right, Luke, you've got Carl in Green Bay who uh, says, I feel like I have a solid understanding of long-term investment strategies and how to save for retirement, but what can a financial advisor offer me that I can't do for myself? Hi, Carl. Well, you've got a good understanding, you say, of long-term investments, but how is that translating, first of all, into results, whether that's the return on your money or greater protection of your money, keeping more of what you have and not letting the market or some other entity take it away from you? Um, An experienced independent financial advisor is going to bring tools, decades of advice um, to optimize your life savings and also will help you adapt to changes that are happening. So you've got an understanding based on now. Um, but, you know, the Secure Act is a, is a perfect example. They've had 1.0 that happened three years ago. Now we've had another change this year. All sorts of implications to retirees and how they take money and the taxation of that. Um, taxes alone is another example of how a good or great financial advisor can help provide you more value than what their fee is by helping you keep more of that hard-earned money in your pocket through tax planning with your investments, how you're taking income, how you're taking distributions, because let's face it, that social security, that's taxable. Pensions, taxable. IRA, 401k distributions, taxable. You or a spouse is working part-time, taxable. So saving... Um, a few percentage in taxes could mean tens of thousands of dollars or more in your pocket uh, for the rest of your life. And that, you know, that benefits you, that benefits your heirs. So I think there's a lot of uh, 
value that a financial advisor can bring to the table, um, even though you've got a good understanding of long-term strategies. All right, let's go to uh, Ethan in Grand Chute with our final question for Sam. And uh, Ethan says, I want to switch and move my money to a different financial advisor. I'm 52 years old. I'm looking for someone that will provide advice on the distribution of my funds while uh, still earning and creating income. Is this going to be a difficult process? I guess as a 52-year-old, he's thinking ahead. Good that you're thinking ahead, Ethan, for sure. Um, and to answer you very candidly, is this a difficult process? I think you're going to find the answer to that is yes. Because the vast majority of financial advisors that are in practice today, this is just a reality, do not focus on, nor do they devote their practice to income and distribution. There's a very small percentage of us today that truly focus on income and distribution. The thing is, Ethan, there's two different stages that you go through as you're moving towards retirement. The first stage and where people spend many, many years and where you're at, frankly, right now is what we would call the growth and accumulation period. You're simply putting money into a 401k, into an IRA, into your savings accounts, and we're not even concerned about income or distribution of it. You're simply growing your asset base at this point in time. And you are growing that through the use of what we would consider to be just products. In most cases, it's either mutual funds or stocks or bonds or something like that. But growth and accumulation. But you're going to hit a point and you're very, very uh, wise to be looking ahead and thinking about this because that point on your horizon where you're going to need to take this basket of money that you have and turn it into a viable, sustainable lifetime income source is fast approaching. And what we find, unfortunately, in our industry, with advisors that are focused on growth and accumulation, they tend to be pure salesmen. I'm not saying that in a derogatory term, I'm just saying they're selling stuff. They're not focused upon solutions. They're focused upon a sale more than they are on a solution. So that's the first thing I would tell you as you're interviewing advisors. Do you feel like you're talking to a salesperson or do you feel like you're talking to a solution provider? That's what you would look for and ask questions, Ethan. Ask the hard questions. How long have you been doing this? Where do you focus at? What have the results been? You're not worried about returns. You're not worried about all of that sort of stuff. You're not worried about braggadocious, oh, I've I've outperformed the S&P 500 every year for the last 20 years. Well, first of all, that's a lie because I know of no one within the universe that has done that. It simply can't be done, but people still say it. No, what you're worried about is a paycheck. You want a paycheck every month to hit your bank account or to hit your mailbox. So you're going to need to interview some people. I would, uh, you know, I would suggest that we could be on your short list because that is what we do every day. We would be honored to talk to you. Uh, we would be very pleased to see if we might be a fit for you. But ask hard questions, interview different advisors, and at the end of the day, you're going to know if they are a fit for you or not. All right. It's 866-203-7486. I know that dual financial strategies for a lot of you are going to be a fit because uh, they have offices in Green Bay and Appleton. They are accessible and they're fiduciaries who put you first. And that is the key. So come in and get that no cost, no obligation retirement lifestyle review from dual financial strategies. And you'll be happy that you did make that phone call. So don't procrastinate. Make that call right now. 866-203-7486. Well, it's been a wonderful show. Sam, what are your final thoughts this week? 
Just so appreciative that you all tuned in today and we hope to see you soon. Catch us here next week, same time, same place. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.